Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. So today we have gathered this wonderful group of young people And this is the first of a lot of things. This is the first time we're talking with four guests. This is the first time I am so excited to talk to people that I am pushing their episode ahead of the eight others that I have already recorded because what they're doing is unusual, but not unusual. But this is the time of year that it comes to everybody's attention. And I'm just going to get started talking to these kids and hear their story. And I know everyone is going to get inspired. So with that, I welcome the founders of a wonderful organization, a non-for-profit. They're in the process of becoming that non-for-profit that is called Donations, Inc. So We're going to start here with this fine young gentleman. Hello, my name is Joshua Young. I'm 16 years old. Okay. Hello, my name is Zachary Young. I'm 16 years old. Okay. I'm Abby Morangello, and I'm 14 years old. Okay. My name is Anna Morangello, and I'm 17 years old. Okay, so three 17s and 14s. How long have you guys, did, did this just start last week, or is this something you've been working on for a while? So we've actually been volunteering our time since we were respectively like four and five. When we started out working at this farm Mm -hmm. and we were picking vegetables and we were just volunteering our time basically. And that all started because parents were like, let's get them involved in something. You know, over the years, it's evolved into us donating our time in a lot of different ways. So for example, they ran a soup CSA Mm -hmm. and, um, and a CSA is, I used to belong to one, but people might not be familiar with that. Uh, so basically, um, we would co-op share yeah you would um it's like you pay a certain amount each Mm -hmm. week and then you um we provide all these foods and you get weekly um like picks of vegetables and then we would end up actually boxing up the vegetables and then um like giving it to the people or they would come and pick it up and you know where your food source is coming from nice and fresh it didn't have to travel across the country on a truck or anything like that grown right literally in your backyard exactly except it's not your backyard good news (laughs) So 
you start this process when you're young. So this way, I'm sure there were some mothers involved in, hey, kids, let's, I've got a great idea. Let's go and do this and do that. Was that always met with enthusiasm or did you always want to go because you're helping out or this was mom today? Come on, it's Saturday. What was it? I mean, there was some days where, you know, like any kid, you don't want to get up on a Saturday morning when you don't have to. Mm -hmm. But I think the really the thing that really pushes us is seeing everyone receive these donations mm. and seeing the impact we make on our community. Mm. And that makes you get out of bed every day. Like when you want to make a donation and then you see the joy that you're bringing the person. That Yeah, it, it does definitely make a difference versus, I mean, don't get me wrong, clicking the donation button, very helpful because yeah. they, you know, a lot of places have their resources all in place. And then that triggers where they can uh, disperse what they want to, to help those. But you get the honor of seeing the appreciation and, and the effect that it does have. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So that brings us to the excitement as to why I want to really, really, really talk. And that is what you're doing for the holidays. So a little background on how you found this organization and then the holiday fundraiser that you're running. For Christmas. So for Halloween, we mm. donated candy to mm -hmm. Hope for Youth because kids don't get it. You know, some kids aren't as fortunate to get candy and then have the chance to trick or treat. So we donate candy. And Hope for Youth is a local... So Hope is an organization that has, they have uh, facilities and centers all around Long Island. Mm -hmm. Specifically, we went to their uh, Emmyville, um, their location mm -hmm. in Emmyville, and that was where we dropped off the candy. So Hope for Youth, all over the island, they've got group homes, they have um, centers, they have uh, inpatient care and outpatient care. Um, they also partner with a lot of foster parents. So mm -hmm. like the foster homes are basically an extension of their organization. So it's it might be kids who might be in, find themselves in the system. Yes, exactly. Unfortunate, due to a very unfortunate yeah. circumstance, more importantly, displaced from their home. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's um, kids who are in the court systems, abuse, parents mm -hmm. weren't mm -hmm. there, neglect. And it's really mm -hmm. tragic things, but it's something that's like, you know, in our community, we all live and we kind of look past that. And I think that we can't do that anymore. Which is why we are bringing to light. So the name, and this is local, again, we're in New York, we're on Long Island, and this is local uh, to us. And this organization is called Hope for Youth. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you did a Halloween and that's uh, so many things you forget about. Yeah. And it's, and it's, not intentional, but you take for granted that everyone is going to go trick-or-treating and wear a costume and go get some candy when, in fact, some people don't have that chance. So what did you guys do for Halloween? So for Halloween, there was a trick-or-treat trail in Farmingville where families and kids, would they'd pay an entrance fee and then they'd come in and they would learn about the history of candy and then they would get candy. And we had a booth right at the end of that trail where these kids who just had gotten all this candy and gone through the trail had a chance to play games then we had our own candy that we were pledging to donate and those kids would get to basically provide their names and then they would pick out the kind of candy that they would want to donate to mm -hmm. another child so we had skee ball and cornhole set up at our booth and then we had 10 different candy choices and these kids would write their name on a ghost and then 
we would package all the candy, especially the candy that the kid wanted to donate. And then we'd also put the little ghost in there so Mm -hmm. that the children who were receiving the candy were saying like, oh, wow, these are like actual other kids that are giving me the candy. Right. And and I think from the kids standpoint, you're empowering them and, you know, giving some early education if they're not open to or if they haven't been exposed to the way of uh, giving and donating the way you guys have, you have a big advantage, but it's a great way to teach the youngers, especially that this is a great path to walk down. Yeah, it was, it was really cute. Cause you would see that they would be a little hesitant and you would be like, okay, go pick out your favorite candy from the board. And they'd be thinking that like they would be donating their favorite candy, <laughs> and they would, but they would like, it was great because you'd see that they would be hesitant, but that they would still choose would to do it. Do it. Yeah. But they then we, and then we would say, right. Oh no, no, no. Like we had the candy, but it was just great to see that they would be willing to, like do such a nice thing at, even at such a young age so you do that and it, this was your first exposure to this organization to the hope for you yeah. Yeah. yeah so you do that and then who starts to think wait a minute after halloween is coming christmas now what who started this ball rolling somebody in this table did i mean it was it was one of those things where it's like the natural progression of things first we do halloween boom it's it's upon us it's christmas so we really want to like we did one thing and then we found out you know hope for youth is such a big outreach on the island Mm -hmm. six residential facilities 35 foster homes Mm -hmm. it touches a lot of people and i think that we want to touch those people lives as well and we thought well how can we make it as amazing to them as possible christmas is such a special time Mm -hmm. for people and i think that for kids who don't have their parents there or they don't have all the gifts waiting under the tree and they don't have that kind of magic touch mm-hmm. Christmas. I think that we really wanted to bring that and really uh, drive that nail home with. Yeah. yeah Who like, starts that conversation? That. I mean, you guys must've been feeling so good after and, and wasn't, and Halloween was a pretty decent day. It wasn't yeah, rainy yeah. or anything, yeah, no. but then after who then says, now what are we going to do? Like we can't stop now. I think it was kind of like a collective effort. We all know what Christmas is, mm-hmm. you know, how special. Way, sure. yeah, how special it is. And even in our own school and our own community, we see how kids don't, you know, they don't receive what we would get mm-hmm. and they're not great. Like they're not like, they, you know what I mean? Like they don't have, they don't, right. They don't have, have the opportunities. So we all like, we all have it in the back of our head. And I think it was collective. Like, I yeah. think so. Yeah. It was like Josh said, um, it was, it was almost like a natural thing because we saw, we saw such a need mm-hmm. from, you would just donate for Halloween and you wouldn't think like to stop there. Like, it's not that, oh, since we gave them candy, like there's not going to be all of these people who are missing out on another holiday. So mm-hmm. it was, it was basically like, we just saw the need. Right. And, and so with that need, you come up with this holiday fundraiser, which is, what do we want to achieve? We want to donate stockings. So mm-hmm. we want to raise money to get a bunch of products because kids, like younger kids, they're looked at as, oh, here's toys. Correct. But we're focusing on the teenagers, which they need hygiene because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're teenagers, growing up. Yeah, absolutely. of course. So we are trying to raise money to fill up these stockings with type of things like, you know, scrunchies mm-hmm. or deodorant, toothbrushes. That's like our main focus. And yeah, you're going with the Christmas mood. Sure. Yeah. So it's, you see a lot of toy drives for the younger group Mm -hmm. of children, but it really kind of spoke to us because we are all teenagers. So 
we were kind of talking and it's like we were bringing up ideas for toys and stuff like that. And we realized that it was all being like just naturally we were saying like Legos and like, I don't know, like action figures, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. And we realized like as teenagers ourselves would like if we had the option to like, you know, be getting that or something else, would we really want the stuff that's tailored towards the younger age group? Sure. So we ended up revising our lists and we're trying to mainly focus on the teens in these organizations because we think that they're often overlooked. We also want to make sure everyone likes it. You don't want to get something in a stocking that you don't like. Mm -hmm. So it's simple things, things that, you know, anyone could use. So I was looking at the list. We're going to talk about the list. We're going to talk about the website in a minute, but I was looking at the list and it is very good. Again, things that we might take for granted as basic, but fuzzy warm socks. Who doesn't love Fuzzy warm socks on, you know, like a cold winter day on a rainy damp day. Who doesn't love? I mean, it's like instant comfort. Yeah, exactly. That's what That's we're trying and, to find. And uh, other things that, again, we might take for granted of, you know, a new set of gloves. And you don't, I guess you don't realize what they may have may not have been able to take with them exactly. when they arrived yeah. exactly. in, in the place that they find themselves in. So. Personal items, the hygiene, I think, is actually such a great idea because, again, how many the toy drives the little kids easy. Check those boxes. But the age group that you're identifying with is the forgotten group. It's definitely the ones that are so overlooked. And you're right. Who wants a toy when you're 12 years old? You know, when. Gift cards, just something that it's empowering when you're able to go into Target and pick out your own thing. Exactly. As opposed to having someone determine, here you go, here's what you need. The way we kind of see it is that we're um, almost in a way providing comfort for these kids that are like receiving these stockings from us because we're kind of saying like there are people who like aren't forgetting about you guys. And like we're trying to provide them with comfort because that's really like the main purpose of this is to send the message that like we're here for you guys or like that you know there are people that are still thinking about you guys and then obviously they're getting all this stuff that's gonna hopefully comfort them or like make their lives a little bit easier because they've been through so much so i think it's a it's a great message just to let people know that they're not alone at their darkest day you know definitely not the the highlight of of their life unfortunately but imagine what they will feel when they do receive this. So the idea of the stocking, easy, you came up with a list. And now, originally, I think I heard you guys say there were 50 mm-hmm. kids in the that hope, uh, hope for Youth that you were targeting. Exactly. So there's 32 boys and 18 girls. And mm-hmm. we really want to cater to there to what we think they need and we really want to bring in blankets journals puzzles and then we got um scrunchies for the girls and hats and mm-hmm. gloves mm-hmm. And, you know lipstick and random chapstick sorry and you know toothbrush toothpaste obviously so we really wanted to nothing nothing over teams. the top these exactly. are just absolutely basic items that anybody will be like you know, come on, let's pitch in, let's fill these stockings, you know, till they're busting out. However, just because we are targeting these 50 children doesn't mean that there aren't more children who could benefit from these stockings. So 50 was more like a, like a target, like a, 
like and then but we we would like if we could do more than that that would be even even better you know um because the 50 are in the location where you guys where you did the halloween candy mm-hmm. okay yeah. but there are more you know i mean there are and and imagine just how many more just in this one arm of this of this uh, facility that they have and there are so many other agency types that are out there in everybody's area you know this isn't generic just to us here it's really where anybody lives in any town usa and the fact that what's remarkable on a thousand levels is you guys are recognizing this a lot of times again this time of year donations awareness it all it's all part of the are we doing it to make ourselves feel better you get a lot of let's help the people in need but you guys your message is it doesn't matter what month it is on the calendar this mm-hmm. is a 365 day yeah operation exactly. every day every day because it, again you started with you know, the premise of the donation and of the food to families, you know, where your food source is coming and, and just adding more to it. Yeah. It's not, it's not like the need goes away just because we have given them a stock. Um, but we kind of like the, maybe the first like big initiative that we did was, um, we partnered with Head Start, which is a local, um, uh, it's kind of like a preschool educational mm-hmm. facility mm-hmm. for, um, families and Port Jeff. That's that's this is just their Port Jeff branch, but they all have very local, yeah. locations all over the, the uh, Long Island. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're federally funded, and it's for families who you have to be below a certain uh, like Income level. Yeah, yeah, like a poverty mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. And so we worked at stands at the mall in Smith Haven Mall, and we would donate our wages into that um, our fund for this uh, initiative, and we would buy soups that were organic and healthy because when you're when you're living with you know not enough then you're going to tend to buy cheaper foods that are unhealthier Mm -hmm. so we wanted to really just be able to take a load off of these families and say here's dinner for tonight or lunch for tomorrow because soups are a very easy thing to like prepare and they go a long way and they don't have to be filled with process exactly yeah. and yeah if you have you know fresh ingredients at, at hand and honestly you know the place to make it and a lot of times people in these situations may not have even you know a big enough kitchen or whatever to to actually make that so then you're supplying that so what do you want to achieve from this holiday fundraiser that we're bringing awareness to like what would be your ultimate goal I mean, dream big because uh, yeah. everyone's going to be listening and and the goal of this conversation yes we want to bring awareness to this local chapter here of course but we also i mean i think your message is going to go out to so many people to maybe start them exactly yeah. it's yeah. Because I think you might overlook is that we started this because we came up with this idea. But if it was just us doing it, we wouldn't nearly be able to hit our goal. What astounded me was that in it's been about two weeks or a week and a half of us contacting people. And just the the response we've already gotten is just astounding. There's just people from all over, friends, family, companies. Yeah, exact companies yeah, that are just willing. They're just willing to donate to us and it's just it's not something that's insurmountable it's not like you're oh i could do that but i don't know where i would start or who i would ask but Mm -hmm. you just 
it's there's no set formula. You just start by doing what you think is right. And people are out there that are willing to donate and that are willing to help. So it's 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 something that I think everybody could do. So I think that if I'm hearing you correctly, the first step is ask. Exactly. Yeah. So were you surprised when you started asking, when you started talking about it? And then people are like mobbing you with like, oh my God, I can call this one. Yeah, of course. Sign me up. Or like, yeah, yeah like, and um, you know, one of those things that stemmed from it was during our, our Halloween um, booth, we actually met a person who introduced us to um, Rich from mm-hmm. Momo Sports Bar and Grill. And we mm-hmm. have, we talked to Rich and he's, he's offering to help sponsor our event at with Momo Sports Bar and Grills and giving you specific items drop off at his locations in Bayport and mm-hmm. Holbrook. Sean from Old Town Gardens, we got a donation from him. Right. Sabo and Ryan for orthodontists donated 50 toothpaste and 50 toothbrushes to us. Conscious Bay Capital Inc. Mm-hmm. And that's just in the first, yeah. not even 10 days of anything. Yeah, that's just. It's all about getting your name out there. Right. Um, that's just us. That's just us asking. That's, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's amazing to us how we can, we can just ask. And so many people are willing to, so many companies are willing to, oh, I can provide this and this and, and we, oh, we have a bunch of these and we'd love to give these into you guys to help. And it's just, it's just almost shocking that like so many people are willing to do all this stuff just from a simple question of, hey, we're doing this. Do you guys think that you could provide this or this? And the connections we've made mm-hmm. is amazing. You never know who's out there who's willing to donate. Correct. And I think that's also why we're here right now. You know, we're asking for donations and we want whoever's listening right now. Absolutely. Um, we Hopefully want you to get involved. Recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's so many people out there that need your help and our help. And we are just trying to like pass the baton on. We want to give all we can to how many people we can. And it all starts with the people that are listening to me right now. Exactly. We're, you know, we're, we're teenagers that are in high school and we're going through, we've got our our own, you know, commitments. And yet I think that if we can still get this done, maybe we can inspire somebody else to uh, maybe find the time to start an initiative in, in their area or well, to do a nice thing. Definitely inspiring. And then you're inspiring to, I'm sure not only your peer group, but every adult out there, because believe me, we all want to help. And again, remember what I said earlier, it's easy to, oh, let me press on the donate button. Oh, I feel good now. You guys have seen it in complete total where you are out there doing the work. You're meeting the people that you're totally making a difference to. And that is giving you probably even more motivation and drive. It's extremely gratifying. And it's you get to see who you're impacting and seeing like the smiles on those, on those, on the young kids' faces when, when they see the, in, for example, the soups or when, you know, they get to be, get to donate to another child. It's just, it just motivates you to want to do more. So you're just starting that process earlier and really planting the seed and and leading by example. That is, you know, again, when I was 17, Sorry, didn't do any, didn't do any of this. It yeah. was, you know, we were too busy thinking about where we were going or whose party or what have you. And and even my kids are older. And when it came time for community service that they needed to do, perhaps for confirmation or something, mm-hmm. then they sprung into action. But it wasn't this. It wasn't a constant. 
yes, Christmas time, we would adopt a family. You see my, my, my thread mm-hmm. though, it's, it was just very kind of select and, and seasonal. Yeah. yeah. Most people, I think they focus on kind of like a conditional need. Mm-hmm. If you're in mid-May or something like that, or like you're mid-summer, you're at the beach and you're not, you're not going to be thinking like, oh, there's definitely a need. But then I think it's great that when Christmas time comes around, everybody right. gets into a given spirit on. and Absolutely. everybody starts donating. But, but it definitely for, yeah. is. It's, you know, as long as people find themselves in that position they'll always be a need yeah exactly. going back to what you said about young children and like teenagers like us in our schools many of my friends have gotten involved they are more than willing to help out they will show up to a fundraiser if we host one mm-hmm. also partnering with some schools like my school mm-hmm. i know the national honor society she leads the whole thing mm-hmm. and she is more than willing to work with us mm-hmm. and honestly i've never seen teenagers step up but they're here for us, and it's actually like amazing seeing how many kids would are willing to step up and don't. Sometimes you stuff. just, you know, I don't know if you thought about this earlier when you when perhaps the moms were saying, "Come on, we're going to go here and we're going to go there," and and you're you know and teaching you along the way. But sometimes someone's got to take that first step. It's about breaking mm-hmm. the barrier. Many see this as like a daunting, like oh, it's going to be too much of my time or like, oh, I'm sacrificing this much. But when we were convincing one of our friends who was doing the soup and bread with us, he was like, oh, you know, like how much is it? Like, I'd love to do it. I don't know, like when I would find the time, like, do you know when it is? And we were like, oh, you know, it's just twice a week or like once a week for like two hours. And he was like, wow, like I can totally do that. Like that's super doable. So it's, I think a lot of people like overvalue how much time or overestimate how much time. That is true. So speaking about the time commitment, because people do get a little allergic to volunteering. We all have the same 24 hours in a day and we live in a very busy culture. It's, we gotta be busy. We're we're so many, so many things are overscheduled. I don't have time. The life of a teenager you guys have exhausting, exhausting from the, the time you wake up to go to school, you're in school all day, you're in after school activities. I'm sure there's some sort of, you know, now you're in the prime SAT, get into college, hamster wheel. I don't even know how many hours you sleep. And I haven't included social media, time on the phone, haven't even touched that part. But yet you find time. This, yeah. Okay, so... So a lot of kids my age, like they overestimate the time that's like put into this stuff. Honestly, it's simple. It's easy. I think maybe what, like two hours a week. Yeah. Do you formally meet or you just, it's a group chat or do you say, listen, let's, you know, over hot coffee, uh, coffee or hot cocoa. What's our next move? It depends on our schedules. So we FaceTime the other night, Mm -hmm. like maybe for what, like 30 minutes to an Mm -hmm. hour tops. Mm -hmm. We meet, I'd say every two weeks. I'd say, yeah. On average, Mm -hmm. it really does not take a lot of time for the, for the, Things we're donating and the smiles we're putting on people's faces, it doesn't even amount to the volunteer time. So you don't feel as though anything is being sacrificed? Not at all. Mm -hmm. Not at all. So let's talk about, again, there are specific things for the donations, and but it all started, like you go back to, let's talk about the, uh, the soups again. How did that begin? 
So that started with our initial partnership of Heartbeat Farms. Mm -hmm. And Heartbeat Farms, they they donated the vegetables and we worked our time in Joplin Honey kiosk in the mall Mm -hmm. for the December time. And we donated our wages and we bought the soups. And then we partnered with a local bakery called Premier Pastry and they donated breads to us. And, you know, by working and getting these soup, soup donations, we brought them to Head Start. And, you know, for... I forget how many weeks I think it was seven, eight, mm-hmm. any time. And we donated each week, we donated soups. And that was how we spent our time. And it was uh, about two hours, I'd say, every Thursday. Now, can I interrupt you for a minute? Yes. I just want to give a shout out to Heartbeat Farms. It was kind of the pre- precursor, sorry, to this nonprofit, quote unquote. They started us from the ground. Mm-hmm. They provided vegetables that we... First made our like first appearance donating the soups. Mm-hmm. They have done almost everything they could to get us off the ground. And this is where we are now. So with them, with Heartbeat Farms, they were the catalyst to launch. Most definitely. In essence. And now, Absolutely. And now look at it. So we've gone from plant-based soups for the Head Start program. Exactly. Not too shabby at all. To now corporate sponsors... Christmas for 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 really the the forgotten age group and setting your goal maybe safely at 50 but you know I know for a fact you guys are going to really reach that dream that you want which is not only the uh, group where you know where you have that boy girl breakdown but then those couple of hundred other kids that are in the other locations that are also going to benefit from this drive. How does that make you feel? I mean, it's, it's, it's really like one of those things where it's like, it's hard to, it's hard to put a, put a label on it because it's one of those things. It's just, it's so amazing to see that the reach we're going to have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even in these, in this first like two weeks of storming of brainstorming and, and putting in the, into practice and getting ready for it, mm-hmm. I think that already it's going to be amazing. And I think already like the feeling of happiness and like the excitement of what we're going to do is just, it's just getting higher and higher every single week. It, it's so, well, it's going to be very contagious and everybody's going to want to be a part of this is what's going to really wind yeah. up happening. And so let's talk about where everyone can find us, you to Find out more, make donations if they want to sponsor. You did it actually very smartly. And you have your list of the items you're looking for Mm -hmm. that people can commit and donate to. And it doesn't have to be because you're looking for 50 units of whatever your category is, perhaps in total, because some are some are gender specific. You have nail polish on there, you know, some scrunchies, but you also there's always gift cards. There's always socks. There's always, you know, hats and gloves and scarves. You don't have to buy all 50. You don't. You don't have to sponsor. Here's 10. Here's what I can do. Here's what someone else can do. Exactly. Every little bit helps. You know, if you want to make a donation or even if you just want to find out more about us or maybe for in the future, it's www.don8 the number eight T-I-O-N-S dot com. Um, so that's that'll take you to our homepage. And then from there, there's a bunch of tabs. 
So if you're interested about our partners or who we're partnering with, then there's a partners tab. There's an about us tab. And then more specifically for this, to make a donation or just to check out the list of uh, products we're asking for, you go to the holiday initiative tab. That's just where you'll find all holiday the information about us. The holiday fundraiser tab. Okay, the exists. holiday fundraiser. That's okay. I, I clicked on it before. And that's why I know it's the holiday fundraiser tab. And then from there, that's where they're going to see the list. And they can mark off whatever it is they want to commit to. And then will they get details as far as places to drop off? I know this is still kind of early on as we're recording. Logistically, will you, you'll have their email. So you'll reach out to them as far as coordinating a drop off. More importantly, do we have a date? Do we have like, we want to have this tied up by a certain date in December because we want to make and deliver these by a certain date? So yeah, we'd like to have all said and done by December 10th. That's Mm -hmm. our goal right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So by that date, I mean, we are pretty flexible, Mm -hmm. but we want to get these stockings ready and we want to bring them to uh, hope for youth and mm-hmm. have them distribute by the right time you know right so you want to be able to have to know what it is you have make any adjustments along the way any last minute shout outs for things exactly. yeah and any donation big or small is greatly appreciated if any business owners are listening right now or anyone that is like just needs to donate you know you need to feel good for the holiday season or this is Once, the cause. Uh, yes, this is get to that, get to that to website, it. and you can. There is, there is just the donate button. Yes, so that's why I was saying all about the donate button. So you can do it in a lot of different ways. And again, this is the time of year. But more importantly, I love that you guys are really bringing some uh, exposure to, you know, kids that 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 are forgotten about and it's the age group is what it is it's and and not for anything i'm 60 years old i still love christmas i still (laughs) love getting stuff and it doesn't matter what it is it really doesn't so um yeah imagine as the teenager and as again someone that has had some upheaval in their life just the fact of strangers reaching out is it's really, really good. Yeah. You never know what people are going through through these times. Very true. I mean, holidays are really rough for some people, some families in need. Mm-hmm. And we're here. We're here for you guys. So, And just a huge shout out to everybody who is the reason that we are here today. Everybody who's been supporting us. So first and foremost, uh, Heartbeat Farms, our partners, Harmony Cafe, Premier Pastry, uh, Head Start, which was our other initiative, mm-hmm. Soccer Shots. TriFit Physical Therapy, which is also where you can drop off spot for any sponsored items. And that is on 149 Main Street, Suite 3 in Isatawket, New York. Mm-hmm. Farmingville Historical Society, Sweezy, Oil, Flo Bracco Interiors, Conscience Bay Capital Inc., Sabo and Reinecker Orthodontics, Old Town Gardens, Momo Sports Bar and Grill, and Hope for Youth. And those are just the sponsors so far. Yeah. So and we are not done. Exactly. We're we just looking, getting started. Say that again, my friend. We're just getting started. Love, love. So I can't say thank you enough to you guys because this has been my call to action for everybody listening, although you don't need mine because they've already called you to action. And that is go to the website 
and get busy. Get busy on this list. Get busy on your donation amounts. It can be from, it can be a family affair. It can be get your employers involved. A lot of companies out there do a lot of matching at this time of year. Nothing is too little and nothing is too much. Exactly. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. And thank you so much for having us on the podcast. This is This has been a highlight, guys. This has been so much fun. So again, the first of many things, the first of multi-guest talking, the first of this age ban, and really just to be in in your presence. I imagine this is our future, and I'm feeling really good about it. Thank you. And just like that. So thank you all for listening. Everything will be in the show notes. Donation, D-O-N. The number eight. T-I-O-N-S. Thank you. Dot com. Dot com. It's, that's the website. When in doubt, hit joyfoundhere.com for any comments. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me how you started your own initiative in your area. We're local, little Long Island town, small, US, small town USA, literally. And this movement can be started anywhere. Look what these kids have done. Until next time, thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.